Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. I wanted to get an update on uh, Taz Networks, how they're going with the uh, repair work. And we've got Jason King back on the line, Head of Network Operations at Taz Networks. Jason, I do appreciate your time again. No problem. Morning, Mike. And tell us, um, what you know, what's the update? I, I, I was reading what it's pretty much limited daylight. It seems to be one of your biggest obstacles. Yeah, that's where we get the most bang for our buck. And um, fortunately, uh, the guys, the crews did a, a really good job yesterday getting those numbers down. But we had some chaos, unfortunately, last night with a... We had the Natone uh, area on. There were two, three to four hundred customers from memory in that area that we got on, all repaired on for 90 minutes, and then we had a car accident that took the whole lot out again. So, of course, the lads have been oh. working on that overnight, and we've just about got that back together. But we've also had another large outage come in with a couple of hundred customers around that West Pine area as well. So, yeah, continue to be a little hampered there, but um, we've we've actually reached out to the mainland for some extra overhead specialised resource that's coming in today as well. So uh, with the amount of crews we've got up there today, uh, weather permitting, apart from, yeah, the, unfortunately, a few of them um, having to rest after last night, we should be um, making some good progress. I believe there's already over 100 field staff working, so um, you're obviously trying pretty hard to get it up and running as fast as you can, but that, that must have... I didn't realise about the car accident, Jason, that uh, put the power out as well. Yeah, look, that's unfortunate. I hope, yeah. I'm not sure. Hope, hopefully no one was too hurt, but, yeah, it does hamper the efforts, unfortunately, when a lot of those crews were already quite fatigued and coming back in at the end of the day. But for safety, yeah, we had to send them back out again, obviously, to make sure we made that safe um, and do those repairs. So... Um, but that's that's the nature of it. We've got some of those things that are going to happen anyway, so we have to deal with that. Um, but again, our focus today um, is on yeah most of the damage now and, uh, is around that. We've made, got the main line on through Gowrie Park and Moena, but every single spur is off along there. And those are those spur lines that go into those farms and properties. So it's mm. just showing the nature of the, the damage there that when we get the backbone up, there's a lot of um, those jobs and there's still hundreds of those. So the good news is we've got the majority of the dairy farms back up and running because they were struggling, obviously, yeah. um, with their operations. So we've got the majority of those, but we still have some of them to focus on. Um, but again, yeah, we're making sure we... We try and get um, as many people on as we can while also working with Taswater and the other utilities for some of those urgent um, jobs and critical infrastructure as well to make sure that they're also considered and up and running as quick as we can. I know Taswater is uh, calling, I believe, still for Sheffield and Railton residents to conserve their water uh, usage due to the power outage at the Barrington Water Treatment Plant. Is that still out? I uh, don't have that in front of me, but I'm, yeah, I've got to talk to them. We did, they did reach out last night, so we've got some of our emergency managers, um, yeah, looking at that specifically to see what we can do to assist there. To, so that's a, certainly a priority for us. What um, what regions are, are still out, and uh, hopefully when will they be coming back in? I mean, that's probably a hard crystal ball question, with considering the boggy conditions for some of the spurs. Yeah, that's correct. But we still have, uh, so the larger number ones, uh, yeah, the new one that's coming at Haybridge, West Pine, uh, that's a new fault. That's just uh, 197 customers. Lyle Wilmot Preston, Castra, that's 147. Promised Land, Roland Staverson, 123. Natone Stoport, I think that's still, that's the vehicle accident, still 106 off there. So they've managed to backfeed customers around there from the good work they did yesterday, but still 106 there after that accident, 102. And, Wilmot, uh, then we're getting into lots and lots of smaller ones, so Elizabeth Town Park and Sheffield, all around the 70 to 80. Um, Cradle Mountain, we're still we're working our way along that line, that's still off. Um, and then just multiple uh, sort of 10 to 20 customers, all um, in that sort of northwest Wilmot, Sheffield, 
Beulah, Paradise, Moena type area, as well as um, yeah, Tarcone, Henrietta, West Ridgely, Preston, Central Casper. So, yeah, very much that band of where they, yeah. those um, very destructive winds went through. Yeah, indeed, and uh, we've seen the images of that. That was just a quite incredible, very difficult work you've got ahead of you. When do you then thinking, I was reading, it's about tomorrow afternoon, you're hopeful? Yeah, look, and I would say it's still, we, we just continue to find more and more damage as the guys get sure. more access. So, um, look, we're getting more confident each day. Those numbers should, um, we're quite confident should come down a fair bit today, whether depending on access for crews. Um, our worry is at this stage, there's going to be a lot of, um, one and two type people off, um, and quite a number of those when you add them all up and those end of those spurs, um, with just, mm. you know, extra damage that, um, we continue to work through and, you know, some of the field guys are saying that, you know, the full cleanup will take weeks. Um, but we're still thinking, you know, fortunately for the last ones that we get on, we've still got a few days at least ahead of us for those ones. But, um, certainly, uh, the majority should be back on by today or tomorrow. Have you seen, Jason, a, a storm like this before or something serious uh, other than uh, back in 2016, the floods, etc.? But I'm thinking this kind of, um, storm, someone putting it down to a mini tornado as such. Yeah, what's quite different about the storm back in 2014, um, we had one that came through the whole of the state and, and came round and, and got us a couple of times. But, uh, you know, the, the nature of that work was, you know, a couple of thousand customers off, we clear a large tree off the line and we get a couple of thousand back on. The nature of this one um, being so intense and so localised is, you know, there's, there's 20, 30 different jobs that are required, yeah. you know, multiple poles down where you turn. So it's it's a lot more intense. It certainly is different in that regard, given the extent of the damage. Um and it's not just a matter of, like I say, rocking up, um, cutting one tree and getting everybody back on to get the power out the end of the line. So unfortunately, those in the very remote areas, you've got to put it all together in sequence right from the source of supply. But like your garden hose, if you like, you're not going to get anything out the end until you put all the bits back together. And that's, that's very much the nature of what we're dealing with here. Um, and I, look, we are challenged as well. Of, I know everybody likes to know when the power's coming back on, but um, we give it our best crack. But we, we are getting lots of reports. As, you know, when we do get access, um, we are finding it's a lot more... Um, yeah, intense. Yeah, there's a lot more damage than what we thought. Yeah. But hence, that's why we've got everybody from the south, the north contractors, and now we've got some mainland crews coming over. So certainly, uh, um, got a good idea that the, you know, of the the wider extent of the damage, and um, yeah, we're going to have to. We've got everybody uh, focusing on that, including yeah. Um, you know, stopping planned outages and making sure we've got a full focus of all our crews on these jobs. Now, when you know it's how serious it is when you've got to bring mainland uh, crews over to give you assistance when you've already got a stack of people, and that, I mean, it just looked incredibly serious. So, realistically, you're still asking people to please avoid the region, avoid the area so you can get to work and get it done? Yeah, exactly. Look, and as we go on, there's a temptation to um, for people to get out and help and cut the trees themselves away from power lines, but you, you just need to be very safe when people do that, you know, if they're confident in cutting trees, that's fine, but certainly don't try and cut them if they're over power lines, um, uh, especially when we're starting to liven these areas up. There's there's also mm-hmm. private lines that people own on the back of their farms, etc. that um, they'll need private contractors to have a look at. There's a real risk that um, those could become live when we liven up some of these main lines. So, um, yeah, it's you know, people certainly just got to be conscious that it's, you know, these are unsafe conditions out there with lines down and trees down. Um, there's a risk of some other trees falling on lines. We've yeah. had one of our vehicles go into a tree um, when they came around the corner, unfortunately, and did some damage. 
he was okay, but that's that, you know the nature of what we're dealing with, and it's um, not over yet, and there's still some risks out there, let alone the you know the weather conditions um, that the guys are working in. And and again, if people can just be conscious, to be they should, should see lots of trucks on the road, which hopefully help reduce that anxiety, but that creates a danger too for people just conscious that lots of large vehicles around, um, lots of people cutting trees and um, and some trees that are still damaged that are you know are still um, danger of falling over as well. And don't forget that there are customers who can uh, get some. Compensation. There's a compensation payment. I think for every meter, uh, there's a guaranteed service level payment. It's about 160 to 170 dollars, something like that. Yeah, that's correct. It ranges from 80 to 160, depending on right. uh, the people are rural or remote and how long they've been off. That happens automatically, um, and that should happen in the, in the coming weeks as well. But um, yeah, people after, after you know if they're eagerly waiting for that um, and they don't see it in a couple of weeks, certainly give us a call. Uh, but for Everybody, most people that should come through automatically. Look, um, you know, apologies as well because that's not going to be full compensation for some of the um, damage sure. and um, for some for some people as well. So we can certainly help providing advice um, for any insurance claims that people um, need to do as well. And Jason, what number can they ring again? Uh, so yeah, Fault Centre. We're on twenty four seven, so it's one three two. Double zero four, and that will get uh, you through to the TAS Networks call centre. Um, if people are lucky enough to have still have power on their phones um, and computers, the uh, website also provides um, updated information. Now, some of this is high-level information on our website. It does have an, an extra banner on there now to show where we're focusing in some of those areas. But okay. um, for people, again, I'd say, look, if you see your neighbour's power come on, if you're anxious and concerned about what's happening, um, yeah, look, certainly um, yeah, give that call centre on 132004 a call and we can yeah, we can drill in a little closer, see where your house is at and give you some updated information as well if you'd, if you'd like that. But certainly our priority is people still calling in, lines down, etc. Is, you know, is what we appreciate the most because then we can um, make sure we can send those crews there and um, make sure it's safe. Yep, got it. Jason, good to talk to you again. I do thank you for your time, mate, and uh, appreciate you're a busy man. So thanks so much. No problem. Thanks, Mike. Jason King, uh, Head of Network Operations at TAS Networks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.